0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. WOTUS repeal. CDFA pushes climate policies and USMCA negotiations to intensify. WOTUS repeal prompts plaudits and jeers. The official repeal of the 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule received rounds of applause from the ag sector, which said it was about time. There also was advice from agencies as they move forward, crafting a replacement to appear this winter. Barb Glenn, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, or NASDA, called the repeal, quote, a critical first step, but said EPA and the Corps should consider adding a fiscal indicator standard to give landowners certainty about which areas are regulated and which are not. David Levine, the president of the American Sustainable Business Council, criticized the action, saying all businesses rely on clean water to some extent, and for many, it is essential. Further, there is a large potential for job growth in sectors, such as infrastructure, ecosystem restoration, and technology development that are vital for achieving clean water goals. California promises to fight back. Attorney General Xavier Becerra and Governor Gavin Newsom immediately responded with angry tweets and a statement. There's too much at stake for us to let this go, said Becerra. In 2017 and 18, California had joined other states in comment letters opposing the federal action. The coalition called it unlawful under the Administrative Procedure Act, suggesting a lawsuit to come. Fuel for SB1? The status of the Senate bill that would lock the Lotus rule into California code will likely be revealed today. The bill was sent to committee on Tuesday but has not come up for a hearing since. In the wake of AB5, Dahl again defends ag truckers. The Senate Environment Committee met briefly yesterday to take up SB 210, a bill proposing smog checks for big rigs. The California Trucking Association dropped its opposition following amendments. Senator Brian Dahl pointed out those truckers typically lease new trucks, which will now have a four-year exemption to the smog checks. Dahl, who runs a seed and trucking business, said it's a bigger problem for someone like myself who has never been able to afford a brand-new truck. Dahl explained that existing state regulations require hundreds of sensors to be added to older trucks. If one trips, it's $190 and a 100-mile trip to the shop, he said, adding that the trucks undergo inspection every 90 days by law. The California Farm Bureau's Noel Creamers raised concerns that the bill's promise of mobile testing stations may not be economically feasible for many small businesses impacted. Dahl concluded with a similar sentiment that he had shared two days ago on AB5. It's going to be a hardship on the people trying to make a living on top of all the other regulations that have been piled on top of us, he said. It's going to drive the cost of freight up in California. The final vote tomorrow will wrap up a three-year effort by Senator Connie Lea of Chino to pass the measure. CDFA promotes Newsom's climate policies on national stage. This week at its policy meeting, NASDA adopted a new climate resiliency policy sponsored by California and three other states. The policy statement does not dedicate specific actions or funds toward the effort. Instead, it promises to encourage Congress and the USDA to support healthy soils, carbon sequestration, and greenhouse gas reduction. Gavin Newsom touted those priorities in the few brief moments he had spoken on agriculture as governor. He said it is an exciting new frontier and we want to make sure that agriculture and farmers and ranchers are being recognized for the work that they're doing. That CDFA secretary Karen Ross speaking with AgriPulse at the meeting. Ross also called nutrition the crux of agriculture. She said this is what we are all in farming for, to feed and to nourish people better. She hailed nutrition policies as an opportunity to really tie more urbanized society to what it is we do on our farms and ranches. Ross's efforts in connecting nutrition and sustainability were also saluted in a recent op-ed for AgriPulse by two public relations leaders in California Ag. On that note... CDFA is seeking public comments on how to spend its $28 million budgeted for healthy soils grants. The department will hold three stakeholder meetings at the end of September in Orland, Fresno and Sacramento. Mixed signals from China ahead of U.S. trade talks. China's Commerce Ministry is making it clear the country appreciates the US decision to postpone some tariff rate increases ahead of the trade talks set for early next month, but a state-owned English-language media outlet is also opining that the goodwill gesture doesn't go far enough. "We welcome the goodwill from the US," Chinese Commerce Ministry spokesman Gao Feng told reporters yesterday, going as far as to suggest potential good news for US-Ag exports. Chinese companies, Gao said, have begun asking for price quotations to buy U.S. soybeans and pork. We believe that the two sides can work together and create a good background foundation for the bilateral negotiations, Gao said. But the state-run Global Times is also featuring an article diminishing the tariff postponement. Quoting experts, the Global Times says, The U.S. decision to postpone extra tariffs is good for the upcoming U.S.-China trade talks, but what U.S. President Donald Trump has done is far from enough, and we should not consider it a breakthrough in trade talks, as they remain very tough. Former Arkansas Senator Blanche Lincoln, uh, Farmers for Free Trade, was one of many who spoke on the National Mall yesterday in support of USMCA. And speaking of the deal, House lawmakers are likely to see a lot more of U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leinheiser in the weeks ahead as proposals now between the Trump administration and House Democrats fly back and forth in efforts to get a deal on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by the end of the year. Lighthizer on Wednesday delivered to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal proposals to address Democrats' concerns, and Neal told reporters he's prepared to send back counter-proposals this week. He said, I kept telling you, I was waiting for Lighthizer to hit the ball back over the net, Neal told reporters. So they have hit the ball back over That but now we're intending to hit the ball back. Neil stressed that while progress is being made, more needs to be accomplished. Texas Republican Kevin Brady expressed optimism that it would be worked out. He said, I expect House Democrats in the coming weeks to have a number of visits from Ambassador Leinheiser about how they can fine-tune USMCA further, Brady said. Here's today's He Said It, because who needs water anyway? that Governor Newsom responding on Twitter to news of the WODIS repeal. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 13th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Dalley.